Consequence Podcast Network. What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome back into the What Podcast, Barry Cordelor Taco. I'm Brad. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm doing Hi. super. I'm doing super. Uh, before we step out of our Bonnaroo comfort zone uh, and talk a little Merle Fest this week, I wanted to uh, circle the room and see if there's anything big that might have happened that I might have missed over the last couple of days. I hear that we've got a couple of uh, bits of news, Barry Quarter. What are you talking about? Some of the late, <laughs> late night schedule yeah. from Bonnaroo? You're yeah. talking about personally around my house. Well, I know. Yeah, we got, we got the late night lineup. What's, yeah, dad, sure. what, what's, dad, what's dad's personal stuff around the house? What's he doing? I'm that hanging sheetrock today, man. Life is, is good. Doesn't get any better than that. Is that is that code for something sexual? I wish it was. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be playing in the mud. Okay, this is getting there. really <laughs> it's getting really overtly sexual. <laughs> You know, come over and help. Yeah. yeah oh, come, come on, on, guys. Come on. Uh, what is it? Denson says elbows to asshole. I'll be elbows to asshole in drywall. Uh, Taco, when's the last time you uh, hung some sheetrock? If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, you know I'd be hanging it. I know you do. I know. Uh, but the late night sets. I think the one that uh, caught your eye, Barry Quarter, of course, is the Shack Diesel set. That I'm sure you are really excited about. I'm very excited. Actually, it's a really good lineup. Um, 
Uh, we can go through it here real quick. If yeah, please want. do. We knew we knew about okay. my morning jacket because we found that out months ago. But what else right. did uh, what else did I miss? Who else is gonna so, be there? So Thursday, uh, Zed's dead. Look with mm -hmm. stranger. Oh seven. Oh shake. Uh, Big Frida, your your your. I fave. love I love Frida. I love Frida. Dead. That is gonna that is gonna be a twerking uh, uh, explosion. Are you ready, Barry? Are you Thursday ready to night. twerk? I know. I know. You got to get gotta, ready to hang some sheetrock. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Big Frida can hang some sheetrock. I uh, uh, I'm telling Diarrhea you, Planet uh, and Dad is the I'm, rest of that night. I love man. I love Diarrhea Planet. Um, that's probably the, the the show I'm most excited about on Thursday is Diarrhea Planet. That. I know. Um. Anyway, but the thing about Frida is that you know you can't walk six blocks in New Orleans without seeing or hearing some sort of big Frida coming out of somebody's house. And, and you know, what's happening in that house there. Uh, yeah. the, the yeah. bounce is on. Um, and then Friday, what do we got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, uh, I'm gonna go in kind of reverse order. Cause I want to mention something boogie T dirt monkey and sub doctor, mm -hmm. uh, diesel, which you just mentioned our man Shaq. I'm really looking forward to that. Destroy mm -hmm. lonely the midnight, our friend Sylvanessa, and Subtronics and Wolfpack. And I, I said them last because I just stumbled across a YouTube video the other day comparing um, Weather Report and their song Teen Town to Wolfpack's Dean Town. I, I didn't know anything about Wolfpack. I know Weather Report very well. So I was kind of curious to have stumbled across that. So I'm you're not. So you're not hungry like the wolf? <laughs> I will. I'm going to be. Yeah, I'm actually Wolf, Wolfpack. Um, all right, and then Sunday, or is that Friday? Saturday. So Saturday, got it. Yeah, okay, Saturday. Uh, as you mentioned, my favorite band, My Morning Jacket, Corn, Lewis the Child, J. Jid, and uh, SCS9. So, so which yeah. one are you choosing? Are you choosing My Morning Jacket or Corn? Because oh, I am sure that they're going to be in the exact same time yeah. slot. I'm going to do My Morning Jacket. It's what? No. Yeah. I'm course, stunned. I could probably go see Corn and the other four, and during the time that I'm going to guess my morning jacket's going to be on stage. So. Yeah, I mean, look, I, yeah, I, my that my morning jacket show is going to be um, pretty fantastic. I, I, they're going to have a whole uh, thing around that show and the anniversary, not the anniversary, but looking back at their set from um, years ago in the rain. I can't wait. I, you know, I, I've, I've said this a lot about My Morning Jacket. I don't necessarily think that they are, for me, the easiest sessionable uh, band. Just put them on and listen to it. Uh, I've never really experienced them that way uh, that I've loved. But, man, that live show is something so special and so fun um, and big. And it's gonna, it's gonna, it is going to be big. It's going yeah. it's, it's to be a moment. Um, yeah. And it's going to be one of those magical Bonner moments that, that I don't think that you want to miss. I agree, hundred percent. I can listen to them, uh, you know, while I'm working around the house hanging sheetrock, but uh, that's where I'm a little different. But I agree, live it's something completely different. So. What about what about Taco? Is Taco doing corn or my morning jacket? Probably a little of both, a little of uh, column A, a little column B. Okay, you are you would be the guy. I know that there's somebody around the farm that has gone to every show in the history of Bonnaroo. You know, there, or at least there was. Like seven, ten years ago, there was a guy that was specifically trying to hit every stage and try to go to every band. Uh, I don't know if he's still around anymore, but that would be what Taco would want to do. He would want to go to every – if you could do one year where you just go five minutes at every single show, I think you could do it. 
Sounds like the path to madness. Yes, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, you, you can tick off all the bands you've seen, but then describe what, it. Yeah, what did you say? No. Yeah, yeah, no clue. Yeah. What are you going to come away with? <laughs> it was a run and, by. And then, and then uh, finish this up on Sunday. Well, there's nothing on Sunday. There's no late night on Sunday. That's right. Um, let me close out the Foo Fighters. Now, we do have uh, tickets to give away for Bonners and GA. We'll talk about that here in a second. But you want to jump into Merle Fest? Uh, explain how you uh, came, acro- came across Merle Fest. With, I mean, this festival has been around forever, and so, many, so few people actually know about it. Yeah, I, I would say I'm like a lot of people. I, I've heard about it forever, and probably like a lot of people thought it was a Merle Haggard type of festival. It's not. It's Merle Travis. Um, and uh, is that right? Well, Merle yeah. Watson. Merle Watson. I knew I was going to get that wrong. <laughs> Merle Watson. Um, See, that's so funny because around... I didn't even think about Merle Haggard. The first person I thought about was Merle Travis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah know. Everybody knows Merle Travis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I, I knew about it forever. I mean, bef- long before I, I think I even really knew much about Bonnaroo. Um, it's just one of those well-respected, well-loved, kind of independent. Uh, it's one of those, if, if you know, you know, kind of festivals, I guess. But I think even, um, you know, people who don't go have at least heard of it. And uh, so the folks that run it reached out and asked if we would like to have uh, Lindsay on as a guest. And uh, she was great. So. I just love, I love the the boutique festival that knows their lane and stays in it and sort of expands their wings inside of that space and it feels as though Merle Fest has got that in spades. Like they, they've yeah. really sort of figured out exactly what their bread and butter is. And boy, oh boy, I, I mean, every lineup that I've seen, well, I mean, going back how many years now, huge. And did it Tanya Tucker this year? I, I know, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I know it's kind of crazy to sit here and, and wax poetic about Tanya Tucker, but I really love Tanya Tucker. Um, she's great. She, she's uh, what great. a, what a festival and, and what a what an interesting story because they have survived this long without the majors sort of tinkering and, and coming in and, and buying it, rearranging the deck chairs and trying to make it a corporate entity. No, it, it stayed homegrown. And the, and the part that is fascinating to me is that they did all of this with no booze money. I know, right? You know, they're doing all of this on a dry festival for families and and you know I always think that you know the booze money makes all this stuff go round but they're doing it without it um and they're doing it pretty successfully yeah i think there's a couple of things that stand out you'll hear in this uh, that, that that's one uh, the size of the crowd what mm-hmm. you say 70 to 80,000 mm-hmm. people i mean mm-hmm. who knew um this year little feet marcus king tanya you mentioned tommy emmanuel Sam Bush, who's a regular there, the Avid Brothers, Avid Brothers play yeah. every couple of years, right? I mean, that, and that's the third thing that stood out to me is they are so well respected that the artists pretty much reach out to them. You know, they don't have to go uh, uh, go sell it and go heavy shopping. The 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 artists want to play there because they yeah. enjoy it so much. So yeah, cool. uh, yeah, and so uh, let's do that. Uh, jump in Merle Fest on the What Podcast.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lindsay, welcome into the What Podcast. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing amazing. Barry, uh, you brought this festival up to me um, and sort of like the the genus of it and like the, the soul of it. It feels like something that, um, well, you describe it. The way that you described it was the best, Barry. All right. Well, I'm excited about uh, having Lindsay. Lindsay is a uh, books Merle Fest and... I have to admit, I was trying to think before we got on here, I can't remember whether I heard of Merlefest first or like Lollapalooza or Coachella or some of the others first. Merlefest has been around. Since I was uh, in diapers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other day. And, um, and uh, it's just from the, from the first time I heard about it, it's just been cool. I don't, I mean, I don't know how else to, you know, I've never heard a bad thing about it. So that's number one. Uh, number two, we like to, on this show, you know, get the inside baseball kind of stuff, which we've done many, many times with uh, our friends from Live Nation and AC Entertainment, how they book big and small, you know, local and, and big. Uh, but uh, this is a chance to talk about Merle Fest which is an independent festival, right? You guys are, um, yep. And so I just wanted to hear how they, well, how they've done it. Well, the way that, way that you Go say ahead. it, it was like, it's just cool in that it yeah. feels like, it feels like jazz fest for a certain different type of genre, right? You look at this lineup and there's, I don't know, 200 bands on it. You know, <laughs> like last year, yeah. you know, anything from Duran Jones to, uh, you know, Joe Smothers. Uh, to, it was a T. Graham Brown was on it one year. Like, there's like a certain uh, Americana, old crow medicine show ish vibe yeah. to all of this that feels so lovely. Tell me about like the origins of Merle Fest and how it got to 1988 to now. So, um, it was created by the college and Doc Watson as a fundraiser 35 years ago. Um, 
and it's we've, they wanted to start a garden of the senses. Um, so if you're not familiar with Doc Watson, he was blind. Um, so they wanted to create, they wanted to up the grounds of the festival because it takes place off the campus of Wilkes Community College. Um, so they wanted to improve the grounds and create this garden of the senses. So they started, they decided to do this fundraiser and it was additionally going to be an indoor concert. Um, but the demand for it grew so much that they outgrew the indoor space. And um, it was actually Rosalie Watson's idea to move it outside. And they set it up on a, a flatbed truck. Um, that was their first stage. We're actually using that in our marketing this year as part of our 35th anniversary, the image of that. Does, does that wait a second, does the flatbed truck stage still exist? No, it doesn't still exist, but uh. we still have images and lots of history from that. Um, but so they set it up there, um, had an amazing first year. And the name Merle Fest actually didn't come around until after the first year. Um, they started getting lots of phone calls. What was it, after what that was it first called show. the first year? It was just the. Um, the Merle Watson Memorial Festival or okay. Memorial oh, Show. Okay. Um, and, but uh -huh. they started getting phone calls asking of when they were going to bring this event back. And somebody called and said, when are you going to have that Merle Fest again? <laughs> and so it just stuck. You know, they started getting passed around and they decided to use it. So ever since it's been Merle Fest and we're going 35 years strong this year. So, so Barry mentioned it being totally independent with no... Um, Live Nation or C3 that we're so typically used to hearing every time. It's, how does the process work for you guys when Merle Fest comes around, you know, late April? When does the next Merle Fest begin? How do you uh, operate the grounds? Who is booking the artists? Um, uh, what is the, the whole capacity of, of volunteers or staff look like? So we've got a combination of staff and volunteers. We have a huge volunteer base um, throughout the year. They, we have volunteers that get the grounds ready. We have volunteers who prep getting the credentials and all of that stuff together. Um, and then we have a full-time staff that does all the other things. I'm the talent buyer. Um, so I do all the booking of music. No. I've, got a, um, I've got a crew of people, some of our other full-time staff that sit on a panel with us and kind of go over things, throw out suggestions. And then, you know, there's me and the festival director and one other staff member kind of narrow it down. Um, yeah. So we've got, you know, people who handle doing the hotels and um, people who handle the site operations because it's a once a year festival. So we, we've got some permanent fixtures. Our main stage is a permanent fixture and our cabin stage, um, a couple other stages permanently live there but we set up a lot for the week all right so if camp. you don't if you don't have if you don't have the truck bed stage anymore how many stages are you working with now we're at a total of 12 now whoa <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh my god yeah. uh, so how do you keep how do you keep all that straight as the main talent booker do you do you farm out some of the the other stages to the people that work for you or are you when you see a band you know exactly what stage they're going to go on exactly what time etc um, oftentimes when I'm looking at a band, I, I know what stages I'm thinking of for them. Um, you know, we have kind of themes to some of our stages are, uh, we have a dance stage. So obviously that one's more upbeat dance oriented music. And then a traditional stage where we focus more of our old time bluegrass music. Um, I've got a Creekside stage. That one is sponsored by come here, North Carolina, um, which is part of the North Carolina Department of Cultural Resources. Um, so we focus some more North Carolina acts there and then 
the other stages are a little more vague. But um, yeah, we don't we don't farm any of that out. That's all that's all on me. <laughs> wow, is it is it a hundred percent new each year? Like you said, Dave, it's come what you know every other mm-hmm. year or something. Are there other acts that you pretty much are penciled in? You know, either every year or every other year, or every third year. Yeah, we have a, a list of acts, um, some of which have been with us all thirty five years. Um, acts like Sam Bush, Jerry wow. Douglas. Okay. Um, Jerry hasn't made it every year, but he's been close. Uh, Peter Rowan, um, T. Michael Coleman, and Joe Smothers, some of those guys who played with Doc and his band. So those have been coming with us every single year, and they stay on the lineup. See, that's one of the things that's a little bit different, right? Because people know they're going to be there, and I'm going to guess the artists know they're going to – I mean, they're not doing the same set every year. They're probably having guests come up and join them. I mean, it becomes a – a, a pick and night type of thing. Right? right. I mean, that's, I would, I would assume as a fan, that's why I'm going, I'm going to see Sam Bush play with whoever else is on the lineup. Right. Yeah. They often invite, you know, different acts up. Um, if Sam's there, depending on his schedule, sometimes he's not there for the entire weekend, but last week, last year he was, I didn't even know where Sam was going to pop up. That man was all over the festival grounds. <laughs> he showed up with Sierra yeah. hole. He was up with nitty gritty dirt band. He, he was everywhere. I think I think Brad that that's part of what I was alluding to and I mean it's just cool. Mm-hmm. You don't know, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you're going to follow a schedule. It's just go and see what happens. Well, I kind of like I kind of like this idea of like where your head is at when when you book some of these things. You must really love bluegrass. I do. Um but we okay. aren't just bluegrass. A lot of people assume that it's a bluegrass festival. We um doc named us traditional plus and that's what we like to go by. Uh. Um, we actually, that's I think also, if that's we also Barry's with... waist size, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Used to call that husky. Back in the day. <laughs> I think if anything, we probably skew a little more Americana than anything. Um, but we have a little bit of, which is wide, a, which is wide open. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. We do some classic uh, rock. So... Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So how long have you been talent, uh, the talent booker? Um, I started in July of 2018. Oh, good. Okay. So in those now five years, who was the hardest to book? What are you most proud of? Um, well, we were very excited, unfortunately, about our 2020 lineup. That was set to be our biggest we all year were. Um, before we, all... we canceled. <laughs> yeah, and everybody I think was. a lot of yeah. festivals had like this dream lineup that just came together um that was the year you had the stones wasn't it yeah (laughs) no we had willie nelson though so we were close um yeah we had willie and allison um kraus and uh john prine sadly and um Mm -hmm. it was just it was a huge lineup billy strings was on the lineup um and we just some of those we haven't been able to recreate since because they've really blown up since you know we had them on the lineup so it's harder to get them now but um, mm-hmm. but you know, everything we've put together it, so far has been great. Well, because of its established, uh, uh, situation, is it a hard festival to, I mean, it may be not for you to answer cause I don't know if you've ever booked other festivals, but does it feel like a hard festival or, or is it one you have people calling you want to play? Um, and the hard part is for you to, you know, manipulate and make it work or, or 
I guess what I'm, are you out chasing or you, is it coming to you or a little bit of both? It's a little balance of both. We actually, we get a surprising number. I think what people would be surprised by the amount of artists that reach out to us that are typically outside of our budget um, that want to come just because it's Merle Fest, just because of Doc. Um, they either, they're wanting to, you know, establish a different kind of a reputation or um, really grow their fan base. Um, so we've had a lot of that actually, you know, we actually, we've had a couple this year who've reached out to us. Um, sometimes it doesn't always work. They catch us a little too late um, and we don't necessarily have a spot that's appropriate for their caliber. Um, so we'll have to push it off to the next year, but we definitely get people reaching out, wanting to come play the festival. I mean, um, And then Barry, we have to chase that, them down too. Barry, 1988. Vince Gill, Emmylou Harris, Chet Atkins, Bella Fleck, Earl Scruggs. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> well, I was just Vince sitting here Gill thinking in 1988. You had Willie and John Prine. Mm-hmm. I, I just what you were saying. I'm betting those two can play anywhere they wanted wanted to. I'm betting they said I want to play Merle Fest. We'll make the numbers work. You know, yeah. they can price themselves out of anywhere. Um, to your point. So, yeah, and, and to your point, Brad, it's amazing. And, and and it's been this independent since the beginning. I wonder, um, and this is going to be, you know, pretty inside baseball, has C3 or uh, Live Nation or an AEG offered to buy you? Um, I'm not privy to that. If they have, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. I know I've had not people of that caliber, but I've had people try to hire me as a talent buyer, yeah. you know, yeah. in hopes that they get Merle Fest under their umbrella. Yeah, because there's just so few of festivals like you, uh, you know, Boston Calling being one of them up until last year. Um, you know, it just feels as though every time you find one of these independent festivals, at some point, one of the big operators are going to gobble it up. And to to see you guys continually doing this since 1988, um you know that's that's got to be really impressive and and also at the same time you know if i'm if i'm one of the big operators barry i probably look around and be like what's it going to take for us to buy these people uh yeah. <laughs> what is it going to what more do we have to do here yeah yeah but uh, for for other people or uh, brad who's never been barry who's never been Describe the festival. It's it's on a campus, right? It's uh, is it camping? Is it's not a city fest? No. I mean, how does all that sort of? So work? there is some on-site camping and um, some RV spots. Uh, the bulk of the camping is off-site, but close by, um, within walking distance to the festival. Um, and it's we're a lot different in that we are a dry festival, um, which is pretty unusual amongst festivals these days. And we're family friendly. Um, we kids 12 and under get in free um, with a paying adult, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a school day on Fridays where our high school and middle school kids come on campus and attend the festival for Friday for free. Um, we do school outreach. So we're, we're a little more community oriented um, than most festivals. And, you know, it's, it's just a different vibe on site. It's more about mm-hmm. the music than, than the festival vibe. When, when does everything wrap up usually on an evening? 
Um, so Thursdays, we start a little later. That's our first day. It starts at three and then we go till about 10 ish. Um, Fridays and Saturdays, we go from 11 in the morning till about 11 at night. And then, um, Sundays about 11 AM till five or six just in the evenings. See, that's interesting. The people that I know that have have gone talk about the camping aspect. Really? So I just, yeah, Yeah, there is camping. Um, we've got some very popular camping sites nearby. Our YMCA operates a campsite called Rivers Edge. Um, there's one that's really popular called Sewer Fest um, that, you know, that's been going probably almost as you, long Taco. as the, yeah. as long as the <laughs> festival. <laughs> so wait. there's definitely a community of campers um, that come every year. They get their campsites together and that's the time of year they get to see each other. All right, Barry, we're going to play a little game. Me and you. Me, you, and Taco, <laughs> all right? Um, I'm going to give you a band name, and you tell me if they have played Merlefest before, okay? All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go, let's start with My Bubba. My Bubba. Real Merlefest artist or fake Merlefest artist? My fake. Bubba. I'll say real. real. That is a real Merlefest artist. Uh, 2005, were you there? At that show, <laughs> Lindsay, were you? Oh, Lindsay, were you no, there? that my one. Bubba. That one was a little before my time, but I do, I do okay. remember that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one, Barry Corder, Laura Taco, real Merle Fest or fake Merle Fest? Shiny ribs. Yes. Lord Taco. Sounds delicious, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Okay, we have a tie game that is a real Merle Fest artist. They're Shiny a favorite. They're, Are they're they really? A big favorite, yes. <laughs> Tell they, me about Ever, who doesn't like a good shiny Tell rib. me about Shiny Ribs. <laughs> so they're from Texas, um, I believe Austin. Uh-huh. And the lead singer is the most entertaining person you will see front of bands. And every year has a huge crowd. Um, he's got people okay. doing a conga line through the through the fields so all right what are they what are they playing what kind of music is it um they've got a little bit of a bluesy sound to them um but they probably fall into that americana uh no they're about i think they're austin texas oh you said austin that's right i'm sorry all right i I got number three for you guys this maybe break the tie sack of puppies I'm going to say no only because I've, I'm pretty sure that's a punk band that I've probably seen locally. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm saying right, no. Lord Taco? Uh, I'm also going to go uh, no. That is, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that the is not a Merle Fest artist. That is a Brad okay. creation. So we're still tied. So we need one more to break the tie Back for the last puppies. the last one for the win. Pin Monkey. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. That could go either okay. way. Yeah, I think I'll Okay, say well, yes. this is not going to work to break the tie if you guys keep answering the same question. <laughs> yeah, the answer is yes. Now I'm running. I've ran out of bands. Uh, that's good, though. That's good. I like Sack of Monkeys. Uh, Somebody's writing that down. Yeah, right well. Now. <laughs> or Sack of Puppies, right? Sack of Puppies. Free band name. Sack of Monkeys is the Sack of uh, Puppies cover band. Come on, Barry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah, next year there's going to be a sack of monkeys. Yeah, for it's sure. the pandemic version. Uh, so, <laughs> who do you? I, I know you haven't released the lineup yet, um, or, or have you? Did I miss something? No, that okay, we've, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got most of it out. We'll release the last of it on Monday. Okay, good. So, who do you have so far? So, um, for Friday, we have the Avett Brothers. We mentioned that, and um, Marcus okay, King is also in the lineup that mm-hmm. night. Um, 
Black Opry Review will be playing on Friday night as well. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Saturday, we've got uh, Marin Morris headlining. Um, Sam Bush will be playing. And okay. we're doing a Doc Watson 100th birthday jam that the Kruger Brothers are going to host for us. And there'll be several guests on that. Uh, Sunday, we've got Nickel Creek, um, which we just announced this week. Um, mm -hmm. Excited to see them back out on tour. Uh, they were regulars at the festival before they took their time off. Um, yeah. We've got Tanya Tucker, um, which will be her first time. Oh, to the hello, festival. yeah. Hello. Let me give you a little. Let me, let me give you a little inside. You may already know. You said it's a dry festival. You might want to have a little something, something for Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the artists, she was at river. The artists do what the yeah, artists she, are going to do. We don't. Okay. Uh -huh. She was at river Bend last year and, uh, she, she and Leslie Jordan, like sharing a shot of something. I'm not Leslie. Cause I think he's sober, but, uh, anyway, she's got her own yeah, um, just be, tequila line now. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I'm sure oh, she'll God, be traveling. Every celebrity, every, yeah. every celebrity has a tequila line at this point. Yeah. So, she'll be traveling with her own. I imagine. <laughs> the full the full line lineup comes out by when? When is the full lineup going to be? Monday the thirteenth. Do you have any more headliners? Any more headliners ready to go? Okay, we do. Um, it, so Thursday we've got Brothers of a Feather, which is the Chris and Rich Robinson Black Crows duo that they started oh, yeah. doing right before COVID shut down. Um, That's right. Yeah. And they haven't really put it back together since. So it's their acoustic duo will be our Thursday night close. Um, we've got Little Feet playing before them and Tommy Emmanuel before him. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Donna the Buffalo. Yep, Donna yeah, the Buffalo are regulars great. for us every year. All right, how about this? Real Merle Fest band on the 2023 lineup or fake Merle Fest band not on the 23 lineup, 2023 lineup? Adolescent poetry. Uh, fake. Yes. Yes, it is, or yes, it's a fake? Okay, there. we have a winner. It's Lord Taco. Congratulations, uh, Lord Taco. You've won All two right. tickets to Merlefest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good Can't win. Can't wait to see uh, adolescent puppy or whoever. So, have you? Have you? An adolescent have you, sack of puppies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> have you started? Have you already started working on next year? We are in the process. Yes, we work uh, usually at least a year out. All right, so when you say it's family friendly, what are the kids doing normally when the when the parents are doing this kind of stuff? It, it sort of feels a little jazz festy. Am I wrong about that? I think that's probably fair. Um, we we have what we call our little pickers area. And that's for the kids. Um, we've got different community groups that set up craft areas. They've got a wall they can paint across the weekend. Um, there's jugglers out in the field, and then we've got a little picker stage where we focus um, oh, that's younger cute. acts to perform for the All kids. Right, there's, yeah. what's, the, what's the crowd size? Um, our average in a normal year is 70 to 80,000 across the weekend. Wow. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Did you, did, did you hear Jesus. that? <laughs> My God. Yeah. I told you. This thing is cool, man. It's, uh... All right, so how many – there's got to be some sort of, like, uh, cooking competition. We don't. We have. We do have um, food tents on site, but oh no, man, no I was really hoping no for like a like a North Carolina like barbecue cooking competition. <laughs> that like, would, that be, would cool. be the place, right? Oh god. We have a lot of barbecue competitions around us though yeah. throughout the year, so that might Heard. step on some toes. <laughs> That's a huge number. That's a massive number, number of people. That's a massive number. Where of are people. they all coming from? Are they? 
I mean, is it 50 states and beyond? Pretty much, or? yeah. We get somebody from every yeah. state pretty much every year. Um, we, we've got a strong foreign, you know, people come from other countries. Um, I know for a while we had a strong presence from India um, and several different countries. Huge in Pakistan, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's got to be a bucket list item for a lot of people. I think it is, I mean, that's yeah. what I'm when I was describing it to Brad, I mean, I'm telling you, I've been hearing about this thing for a long, long time from from a lot of music snob type people. Well, it's, you know, that's where I heard. Well, about we it all from. just assume when we hear, hear Merle Fest, we just assume it's Merle Haggard Fest, and it's not sure. that at all. <laughs> um, and uh, you're right. The more that you have always, you keep bringing it up to me, and I always just sort of like, oh yeah, the Merle Haggard Fest, and and you have to always <laughs> remind me, no, no, no. Um, I always assume that it's in the middle of the country. No, it's North Carolina. Um, to be as as prolific if, as you guys have been since 1988, and still gaining, you know, people like me, and still actually having to teach the audience and teach uh, new people what this festival is. Man, you guys uh, think if it's seventy, eighty thousand now, what it could be in in five years? My God. <laughs> But along those lines, Lindsay, what's the secret? Why do you think? I mean, it's been around for a long, long time. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Uh, you have not only fans, but artists. And obviously, you're not selling liquor, which, I mean, is a huge revenue maker. So what's the secret to keeping this thing not only going, but so relevant? I think it's just, it's, I honestly believe it's just the vibe of the festival, the fact that it is family friendly and that, you know, we have a lot of people who've been coming since the beginning that have, you know, grown their families and continue to bring their families and start a whole new tradition with each generation along the line. Um, you know, we're not far from a college campus. We're about 30 minutes away from Appalachian State University. Um, so that I think helps keeps us relevant with the younger crowd. Um, paired with the artists that we bring, like the Avett Brothers and Marin Morris. Um, and then I think the artists help us with that too. They keep us relevant because they they share with other artists that, you know, we've had more than a handful of them say, you know, this is where I'd like to come. This is, this is like summer camp for me to come here because mm. I get to hang out with my friends. The audience is here to listen to the music. They're not loud and obnoxious. You know, they're just yeah. there to enjoy. So I really think that makes the biggest difference for us. You know, Barry, it's so interesting. I haven't thought about this, but how the, the music uh, experience changes if you don't have booze. Because mm. I mean, imagine how, you, how much more focused and into it you're going to be when I'm boozing. I'm just screaming at Lord Taco. Uh, you know, <laughs> Rice! It's a lot less, a lot less screams for Freebird coming from the audience. <laughs> You're think, telling me in just, the middle of North Carolina they're not screaming for Freebird? I don't know if I believe yeah, you on that one. <laughs> just as an outsider, I think if I were to pinpoint it, it's the musicians part of it because that's what I've heard. The musicians want to play there, and that you know that feeds back and forth and so on. But that's what I've always heard. That's a place where I've heard musicians say, I want to do that for whatever reason. That's fascinating. So, what what, a, what cool. a really interesting festival and, and great work on it. I, I uh, feel like I've learned so much and, and I feel so bad for assuming for so long. Um, 
And I won't lie about that. I, I just assumed you know, a million different things about this festival and the fact that it's as independent as it is and you guys do as well as the job as you do. Congratulations. It's, it's really a testament to, um, I mean, you must have a group of people that's been there since day one who refuse to let this thing go away and, and let, keep the spirit alive. So, that, I mean, that's fascinating to watch. Well, that, that, that brings up a question I hadn't thought about. It kind of goes back to your, you know, have have you been approached with somebody trying to buy it? Is it is it a struggle to to keep the the board, if you will, in line, or is it pretty easy? Everybody, you know, this is what we're about, and this is what we're doing, and you know, that's it. Our all of the people involved at the festival are very dedicated to keeping it as Doc wanted it and as it yeah, was intended. Cool. It's a it's a fundraiser for the college, and that's our purpose. We you know we're a nonprofit. Yeah. And, our goal is to keep that Probably campus going and working. growing and, and we make sure we honor what doc would have wanted at all times. You know, it really helps. Everything awesome. helps Barry when you don't worry about the profit center of it, you know, <laughs> yep. you know, everything becomes a little <laughs> bit easier. Man, it was so nice meeting you, Lindsay, and hopefully we'll get to North Carolina soon enough for Merle Fest. I, uh, it's, it's a very intriguing, um, very intriguing festival. So Thanks, good luck guys. this year. We'd love to have you. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks so much Lindsay. for doing this. This was fascinating. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, dear. See you soon. There you go, Merle Fest. Uh, what are the dates on that again, Barry Quarter? April 27 through 30. Oh, okay. All right. So same first weekend of uh, Jazz Fest. And so if you were to drive to Merle Fest, what is the drive like from you guys? No idea. It's got know. It's got to be a while, right? It's a yeah. trek. It's in North Carolina. What, what's the, is it close to? What's it? Boone. To? Boone. Well, that's so, not so that bad. bad, actually. Yeah, that's not that bad. Not too bad. It's not, yeah, the upper corner. Um, yeah. It's not that's so bad. Not, all right. Um, so the thing that we mentioned earlier in the show, we have uh, Bonnaroo tickets. Uh, how are we giving these away, Taco? Did we ever come up with an idea for that? I was about to ask you the same thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, um, stay tuned next week. Uh, we'll yeah. find out how we're giving away these uh, tickets. <laughs> uh, no, we've got a bunch of people signed up on our mailing list. Uh, so there's clearly interest. Uh, people want to people want to learn how to get these tickets. So hey, okay. So that's a good question. We have a mailing list. Yeah, we've always had a mailing list. Well, well, <laughs> somebody let me take a note of that. Um, <laughs> so is it like is it, is it like an email list? Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, sign up for that. And whoever signed up for that, we'll pick, it, we'll pick from one of those yeah. people. What do you say? We'll get somebody. We'll find a fun way to pick it. All right. Yeah. yeah um, we need to do it pretty soon so that you guys, whoever wins, can uh, make their arrangements. We understand that. So we'll do it pretty okay. quick. Yeah. I mean, last year we did an art uh, submission. Um, I mean, if you want to make us a GIF, that we could do that. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out. We'll, we'll have... Oh, We'll have we'll it figured just, out by uh, next week. We'll have maybe, it figured out by next week. Maybe write in a Bonnaroo story or memory or something that uh, maybe will help stand out. Okay. All right. Let's. We'll. We'll. I'll, we'll, f- we'll have an official idea this time next week. How about that? Okay. Okay. Be Fair sure. enough. Be the Fair first enough. time we have an official idea. <laughs> <laughs> Stay Never tuned for our first ever official idea. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next week on the What Pack Podcast. Love you. Bye.
Consequence Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.